You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast, where I invite you to come along with me as we shape our own reality together. My intention is to bring out the magic in you. Now let's get started. Run away from the humdrum. We'll go to a place that is safe from greed, anger, and boredom. We'll dance and sing till sundown and feast with abandon. We'll sleep when the morning comes and we'll rise by the sound of the bird song. My name is Sloane Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about minding your fear. Well, welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> We're in what? now day what is it 8753 of quarantine i don't know that's what it feels like i mean i've lost count but damn um did you ever watch that show lost back years ago i feel like i'm in that show where that's that part of the show where like later one of the later seasons where desmond is in the underground bunker and he has to push this button a certain time of day or something like that or he'd be it, like it i don't know i can't remember what the actual uh uh, thing would happen, like what would happen if he didn't do it. But he had it in his mind that he had to push this button. And he becomes like so focused on that and everything is revolved around that. Like he's lost all like orientation of, of like reality outside of him having this mission of pushing this button. And I feel like like when we this first started, we were all under the impression that this was going to, only going to last like two weeks tops, right? Like, and that made this more manageable. It was okay. Yeah, it sucked. We can... I'll admit that, but okay, we've got two weeks, we're going to slow down. And what are we going to do with that? Right? We're going to, and we talked about that on here, like, you know, working on those things we never had time to do, getting more sleep, you know, whatever that was, like, that was seemed manageable at the time. And we had an end to it, right? And we had some idea of how to occupy our time during that two weeks, and it was more manageable. But but now we're like in this abyss, it seems, like this uncomfortable place because we don't really know when this is going to end. And dates are thrown around, and but we really have no idea on what's firm or, or not, right? And the other part of this I think that's so weird is that it varies by state. Like some states, and, and I get the, the whole, I'm not going to get into the whole political thing of that, but it, that's, I think, what's also odd is because like some people went, in this complete lockdown way before others. And so it, it, that's also a weird component of this, I feel like. And, you know, the media is no help. And in fact, in my opinion, they're, they're despicable in this whole thing and, and the cause of a lot of this panic in the first place. And in my opinion, should be held accountable, but that's another story. But I think, I think most of us right now are just feeling this anxiety and this uncomfortableness. And it's like this itch, like crawling up the walls, right? To get out and get back to the real world and like the things that we love again. And what I've also noticed is that we have to be really careful right now too. Because if we try to do anything that resembles normal, quote, normal, or things that we used to do. Like, we essentially have these people that are spying on us and, like, ready to report us to the government and the police. I mean, there. look, I get that. I get it. I get there's a virus, and I get that it spreads quickly, and I get all that. I do. But what I don't get is this willingness of humans to, like, like take upon themselves to decide if someone is doing something what they decide they would see quote wrong or right. And 
I mean, I don't know how many messages I've seen in Facebook groups and on, we have this app called next door where people are posting pictures of other people doing what they think is quote unacceptable and, you know, ridiculing them, bullying them, shaming them, calling them out, asking why, you know, why are you doing this? And in fact, sometimes it's like just people walking out outside, right? Just walking on the sidewalk. And I even saw someone comment about like, is riding motorcycles allowed? Because I've seen a lot of motorcycles out today. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? Like, we have no idea what's going on in the lives of other people, right? Like one of the things that keeps getting brought up is like domestic violence um, uh, reports are skyrocketing right now, right? Because people are, are locked up together. And then there's, you know, kids and what they're dealing with that maybe, you know, school or whatever was their only like relief from situations and things. And I I just feel like, you know, everybody is so quick to just pounce on people and and call them out as wrong when you don't have any idea what that person is going through. And so I don't know, this this is a touchy subject and I know it is, but it it needs to be discussed. And I, I just, I don't know. I guess I feel like people, not everyone obviously, but people are starting to lose their sense of reality. I mean, it's coming to this where we're like hiding in our homes and like peeking out, right? Like peeking out of the curtains and then reporting what other people are doing that, you know, people don't think maybe is right. And then like taking pleasure in that or like pride in that. And it's like, again, we don't even know what these people are going through. We don't know what they're doing in the first place. You don't know what someone's job is or what someone's, um, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. And we can't assume just because someone is standing outside talking to someone or driving somewhere that they're wrong or bad because we have no idea what their story is. And honestly, it's not our place to stick our nose into it, right? Like it's just not. And so that's why this week, this, this phrase of mind your fear kept coming up to me. And I, and I wanted to be able to talk about that because we're just getting into this place with, uh, you know, with the help of what I call the psycho media, because they're to me, like the behavior is just off the charts crazy, but it's like this fear is getting out of control. And, and just like Desmond in that underground bunker on loss, right? Like things that are being done are like defying logic. And it's like, we've lost all sight of this overall picture and, and people are becoming so willing to point fingers and bully and ridicule and, and do all this to others in the name of quote health and safety. But to me, like, where's the line for that? Right? Like, where is the line? And it's to me, it seems like it's becoming out of control and, and it's, it's getting worse as right as our anxiety and our uncertainty grows. It's like that level, that balance of the, the, you know, the fear and all that grows. And I just wanted this week for us to take a minute and, and just think about the fears that we might be letting run loose and, and start to put those fears in context. If you listen to the show and, and, and if you believe in the law of, of attraction, you know you get what you think about, right? So if you're thinking fear, fearful thoughts, you're going to continue to attract situations that cause you fear, right? And and one thing I want to point out about the, the law of attraction is, is that it works in the same in all areas of your life, right? So if you've seen it work in, in other areas of your life, but you're thinking you can't apply it to what's going on right now, that's just not true. It's not. It's universal. The law is universal. It works in all areas, no matter what. And let me, I want to give you a quick example of that because I used to think in my own life that I I had seen so much results with the law of attraction, like, right? Like with the way I changed my life and the way I moved here and just, um, like with my, like invention and my career and, and finances and things. But for some reason, I used to think it didn't apply the same to the, to relationships, like to, um, like, 
a relationship in my life that, that I could get the law of attraction to work in the other areas, but for some reason it just didn't apply for me there. And that, you know, I, I would tell myself these stories that like I had to do something special to call in the relationship I wanted, or I had to like work harder or, or the same principles. They just didn't apply or that, you know, something was, I would always go back to this. Something is wrong with me. And, and, you know, I, and, and like, I would tell myself that I was the only one it wasn't working for. And that simply wasn't true. Those were lies and stories I was telling myself that kept me trapped in those fearful thoughts and kept that, that cycle repeating for me time and time again. till I got to the point that I was sick of it. And the same thing applies right here, right now. The law of attraction is still working for you now while you're in quarantine. So if you're thinking fearful thoughts, if you're looking for things and others to find fear about, you're going to be feeling this you know, you're, or if you're feeling this like inevitability that something terrible is coming for you, then that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to con- continue to get. But you have a choice in this. You do. You have a say in it. You can decide to start looking for something else instead of the fear. And you can decide to put your attention and focus elsewhere. And you can decide to feel differently and think different thoughts. And you can. You have that available to you. And one of my favorite quotes by Abraham is, you're so free that you can choose bondage. You are so free that you can choose bondage, meaning you're so free that you can, you can choose whatever you want, including the thoughts that restrict you, keep you stuck, keep you in fear and keep you in a place that you don't want to be. You're free to choose that. And so I wanted, I want to give you one other quick example of, of these thoughts and how to think about them or how to start to manipulate this. Because if you've tried this before and it hasn't worked for you, um, or if you just keep thinking the thoughts, I just want to offer a different perspective. And so what I've started to do in my own life with those fears is like any fear, not just into this. I mean, just in general, what I start to do is when I have, the, and, and you know, those thoughts that come up for you, right? We, we can all feel them in our body. Like, you know, those repeated thoughts that come up and how they make you feel like they make you like, you're like, like they don't feel good. Right. So maybe when you start to think about it, you feel like dread in your stomach or you feel like, um, God, not this thought again, or, you know, whatever, like, right. You know, that, that, feeling in your body that it, that it gives you. And what I've started to do when that happens to me, like when I sense that happening is I, I I take the thought, like whatever it is. And it's like, I put it in the center of a room and I take a 360 view of it. So the thought of, you know, whatever, I can't have the relationship I want, let's say. So I, I picture in my mind that thought, like in the center of the room. And then I do a 360 view of it, looking at it from all angles, you know, asking myself the question, is this true? Do I believe this? Does this line up with my thought of, of everything is always working out for me, right? Like, is this, is this, is there any other possibilities available, right? Like I start to dissect that to, to, to show myself that it's just not true. These are just repeated stories you've been telling yourself time and time again, and you've just never stopped long enough to, to, to question it or to, at, to call yourself out on it and say, wait a minute, no, no, this isn't true. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not participating in this thought. This thought is not serving me. In fact, it's hurting me and harming me, and I'm sick of it, and I'm drawing the line, and we're done. We're done. That thought isn't, isn't coming. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore with this thought, right? And so I offer that view, that perspective as a different way to pull those thoughts out one at a time, because I know how they get, they go really fast. And then all of a sudden they're just there and they're spilling out and it's just like a waterfall and it's, it's hard to control when it gets to that. So what I found in my own life is doing this method, just calling them out, pulling them out, dissecting them is helped me to realize it, 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 like they lose their power that way. And so I offer that today as a way for you to start to do that in your own life with the thoughts that maybe, you know, feel like they're controlling you. 
And so I know, I know things are different now because we all have so much downtime, right? And we're not used to that. Let's be honest. We're not, and we're not as occupied as we used to be. So it's a little more difficult to escape from ourselves right now, right? Because we don't have the places to go or the people to see or the many things to do. And this might be uncomfortable or weird for some of you and you might not like it, right? But this isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. It's giving you time to get in touch with yourself, to find out what you really think, what you really want, and how you really want to be in this world. So this week, my message is pretty simple. It's to mind your fear. And what I would challenge you to do is over the next week or so, take some time out for yourself. Like take some, an hour minimum, I would say, you know, whatever you can do for yourself to start to step away from those things that are bombarding us, right? Like technology or social media and then the, um, what they put on TV and call news, all of that stuff, right? Stepping away from that and even stepping away from others. If, if you can, um, you know, maybe asking someone else in your household to, tend to the others for a while or when they go to bed or whatever, um, take some time for yourself so you can start to look at those fears or those thoughts that are coming up that are just maybe keeping you in a place you don't want to be. And take a look at that fear and ask yourself, is it really true? Right? Is this true? Do I believe this? Does this line up with my belief that everything is always working out for me? And see what you find. These are doing this is like journaling on this is a great way to, to, to get those thoughts out and, and get that energy out of your body so that you can move on from it, right? And then see what you find. And th- this time with ourselves is, is, I understand and know, and I, I go through phases with this myself. So what I'm suggesting here is also do the best you can with this, right? Because that's all we can ask of ourselves, just to do the best we can. But doing having this time is so important right now. And Part of what I'm suggesting that you do is, is to really get in, in deeper touch with yourself to, because when this ends, we're going to, we're going to go back to activities and it's easy to forget who we are in that, in those activities. So, so having this time to ourselves, it, it helps to show us that we're not the fear, right? We're not those fearful thoughts. We're not those anxious thoughts. We're not the frustration. We're not any of that. We're, we're amazing, individual, wonderful human beings who are here to do great things. And so it's time we mind our fear so that we can get on to doing that. All right, so that's it for this week, short and sweet. The message was pretty, came to me fast and furious. So um, I'll talk about the songs I chose this week and then I'll close out the show. All right. So the intro song is called undone by Pogo. Um, this is all instrumental. I, I don't know. I like, I like Pogo. I played the song, various songs on here several times. Um, this song undone, I feel like maybe a lot of us are feeling that way <laughs> going in and out of feeling undone. Um, also I like the vibe of the song. It captures, I feel like it captures that emotion of the audio version of being undone. I don't know if that explains it, how it's in my mind, but that's how it feels to me is it feels like the, the audio version of feeling undone. So I liked the song it's called, um, undone by Pogo. The outro song is called Hawking by Cosmo Sheldrake. Uh, Cosmo Sheldrake, I, the come along is the intro song, um, by him that I use for the show. Uh, I don't really know what this song means. I just really liked it. I like his music. I like his vibe. So the song talks about, Bring back hedgerows, lost in echoes, found in shadows, gone like sparrows. Where do woods go? What do birds know? Why the elbow? Who goes there? How now? Yes, no, maybe, little baby, like an oak tree. Seeds be tendrils, creeping scent fills, wafting slowly over you and I. It's more like a poem to me. 
But um, I just like all of his songs. And so I felt this song was calling to me this week. So I wanted to share that with you. So outro song Hawking by Cosmo Sheldrake. All right. That's it for the show this week on our topic of minding your fear. I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to know what you're experiencing right now, what you're going through. If you have questions, please feel feel free to email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. My website is sloanfremont.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, (laughs) Twitter, all the sites. Um, If you like the podcast, please share it with someone who you think might benefit from this message and uh, leave leave a review if you feel called. I would really appreciate that. All right. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, let's, let's take this forward this week. Remember, everything is always working out for you. Bring back hell.